University of Virginia Health System, we're for sharing the latest health information from top minds to keep you and your family healthy. With UVA Health System Radio, here's Melanie Cole. How do you tell the difference between allergies and a spring cold? Are there some treatments to consider besides all those over-the-counter allergy medications? My guest today is Dr. Monica Lawrence. She's board certified in internal medicine at UVA, and her specialties include seasonal allergies. Welcome to the show, Dr. Lawrence. So what are some of the common seasonal allergies people face in the spring and the summer? What do you see the most? Hi, good morning. Um, The most common springtime allergies are actually trees and grasses. That yellow coating you see on your car when you come out in the morning is all... Uh, tree pollen primarily. So right now we're in the midst of tree pollen season and um, heading into grass pollen season. So what, you know, how do people know when they start to get the sniffles or the itchy eyes? Because in the spring and the summer, Dr. Lawrence, colds start coming up too. You know, we've got those wicked spring colds. How do they know that those symptoms are not just a cold, that they are in fact allergies? That's a great question, and that's a question we talk about in the office um, quite a bit with our patients because it can be really hard to tell the difference between a cold and allergies. There's a few things, though, that I try to get at with patients that kind of tell them apart. The first thing is with a cold, you usually will have a fever and just kind of feel more achy, run down, and you really shouldn't get either of those with allergies. Um, With allergies, another big thing that we look for is the eye symptoms. So uh, the reason you get itchy, watery eyes is because the pollen is blowing. Um, Because it's airborne in the wind, it blows right onto your eyes, and that causes that itching and watering. Whereas a cold, it can cause a little bit of watering eyes, but not usually the itchy red symptoms you get with your allergies. So these differences are something that would lend someone to think that this is something that maybe they're going to get every season at this time. So then what do you do about them? First thing people think is to go go to the pharmacy and get one of those over-the-counter antihistamines and start using those. What do you recommend we do? You know, that's actually a great place to start. So um, really the -the over-the-counter antihistamines that are available now – drugs like Allegra and Claritin or Zyrtec, all used to be prescription. Um, so there are, they are prescription strength, um, and they're very effective. The other thing that just came over the counter in the last year are the nasal steroid sprays, things like Flonase and Nasacort, which also just um, um, until recently were prescription. So those are, are really great tools that uh, patients can access themselves without having to come in to see a physician. Do we have a problem with those nasal sprays? Do people kind of overuse them? Can they make that inflammation worse? That's a, I'm really happy you brought that up. The nasal sprays like Flonase and Nasacort are nasal steroids. When used as directed on the box, there's really not a problem with those in terms of making things worse. But where we do run into trouble is with drugs like Afrin, the decongestant nasal sprays, What can happen with repeated use is that your body can actually become, I I use the word, addicted to the sprays. In other words, if you try to stop using those sprays after you use them for weeks on end, your symptoms will flare and be worse than when they started. So the cycle is you go back and use them again. And so we do see patients in the office who have been on a spray like that for 20 and 30 years and haven't been able to ever stop. And so we really encourage people, read those package labels, 
if it says to limit it to a few days, really take that seriously. So that's what we look for on the label, the difference between uh, a corticosteroid nasal spray, such as Nasacort, and the decongestant like Afrin. Exactly. Uh, Afrin is a great drug, but only when used in very brief uh, spurts. No more than five days is what I tell my patients, whereas Flonase and Nasacort are safe to use year-round. So what can we do besides medications? Do you like nasal lavage? Do you like one of these kinds of things to kind of clear everything out? What else can we do? Yeah, that's nasal lavage, which is what we uh, refer to when we rinse our noses with salt water or saline solution, is one of the most effective ways to help with your nasal congestion. I, I liken it to giving your nose a shower. So you have all that nasty pollen that's deposited on the inside of your nose, and you really need to rinse it out. And the only way to effectively do that is with a nasal lavage. Once you've done that, then you've got a clean surface. And when you use your nasal sprays, they have a much um, greater chance of actually being able to be effective. So some people find benefit from just using the um, nasal saline lavage alone. A lot of times I tell people to follow it 30 minutes later by their nasal spray. And again, those are all treatments that are available over the counter for patients um, just at their local drugstore. So then what else can we do? You know, triggers, seeing what bothers us the most, and is there any way to work on prevention? Absolutely, and that's where coming in to see an allergist is really important. So um, we can do symptomatic treatment that's sort of a general symptomatic management um, by using the stuff that's available over the counter. But very, very often, and we're seeing this especially this season where the pollen levels are very high, that's not enough. So, um, you know, if you come into an allergist office, we offer comprehensive testing for all the environmental allergens that are found indoors and outdoors. And once we know uh, what you in particular are allergic to, we can talk to you about how to specifically avoid those allergens because there are some very specific things you can do, for example, for dust mites that are found indoors, and there are things that you can do to avoid pollen. And so we talk to patients about that. Um, If their symptoms aren't controlled with avoidance strategies and some of the -the over-the-counter medications, then we often talk about um, prescription strength medications um, or doing what we call allergen immunotherapy or more commonly known allergy shots. And that's a great tool for patients because it provides a lifetime benefit in the majority of patients who, who do do allergy shots. Um, So there's definitely additional tools available for patients if you find that the -the over-the-counter stuff just isn't enough. So in just the last few minutes, Dr. Lawrence, if you would, give your best advice for people suffering with seasonal allergies, you know, including washing their bedding or, you know, watching those pollen counts and why patients with allergies should come to UVA for their care. Sure. So... This time of year, as I said, tree and grass pollen are um, our biggest uh, concern. So I would encourage people, keep your windows shut, use the air conditioning if possible. Avoid being outside when people are cutting the grass or if you're cutting the grass yourself, wear a mask. When you come in from inside, think about changing clothes and rinsing off your, um, in the shower so you're not bringing that pollen inside your house. Uh, try all the over-the-counter um, remedies that we discussed, the saline rinses, the nasal sprays. If those aren't enough, um, then 
go in to see your local allergist so that you can um, be tested and be treated. Um, I think the advantage that a a center like the University of Virginia offers is because we really do have comprehensive care. Um, There are many um, more uh, complex diagnostic tests that we offer that not every practice is going to be able to offer, so it's sort of one-stop shopping. And the other thing I think that's really uh, a huge advantage is that we have researchers that are doing cutting-edge research in all of the areas of allergy, in food allergy, in um, chronic sinusitis, in aspirin allergy, in um, asthma and viral triggers of asthma. So we really have a lot of folks with very specific expertise. And when you come in to see one of our doctors, you benefit from that doctor being able to collaborate and talk about um, the latest in research from from here at UVA. So it's it's a really fantastic experience for uh, patients to, to be able to come in and not have to be referred elsewhere. Thank you so much, Dr. Lawrence, for great information. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. For more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.